It's time. Time. For the show from men and women who all identify as assholes. Major, major assholes. If it's good, they make it bad. And if it's bad, they make it even worse. Holy shit, how's that possible? So toss her a towel. Call that Uber. It's time to pull out and run. Yes, that's right, guys. It is time to absolutely pull out and run. We are coming to you from the Rail Club Live in Fort Worth. Fort Worth, Texas. Fort Worth, Texas. You're hearing uh, the band Creeper in the background. Just so you guys know, check them out. It's uh, their uh, vocalist's birthday, and he is a good friend of ours. So absolutely check them out. So let's go ahead and get right into our first topic. What do we got, Beard? That is a good question. <laughs> start with a uh, fight to the death, which I do not have a stinger uh, for in this circumstance. Who's fighting to the death? What, what, what? Who's fighting to the death? Yeah, fight to the death. Who? 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 I don't know. I don't have that info. <laughs> Killing it! Wow. DJ is my favorite person ever right now, I swear. Wow, you guys. Hang on, let me see. I think uh, I have it. So we've it. been having this uh, service, service industry uh, fight to the death thing going on, you know, and uh, some people <clears throat> who shall remain nameless are uh, uh, see, not so updating us on our winners so and I said CJ a somewhat updated version not long ago. I said someone who shall not be named. <laughs> I can't hear shit. Uh, it's going to be Bouncer versus Prep Cook. Are these things on? Like, yeah, they're on. They're just very low. I can hear myself. It's Bouncer versus Prep Cook. There we go. Now I can hear myself. Yeah, our mic's so down low. They were low. Like a Bowser ring. The Bouncer, <laughs> Sorry, the bouncer I... takes on the Prep Cook. Millie, why don't you explain to people what a Prep Cook is if they don't know? Oh, man. The prep Cook does every thing. Like, oh, sorry, Market. Um... They do all of your chopping, your prepping, literally for everything that you have to cook. That way, when you get there to the open or to the open the restaurant, all of the things that you need to cook with are already chopped, measured, chefed. Like, yeah, they're, prep they're, cooks they're there ready. super early they're in ready. the morning. Yeah, and then you get Breaking to leave, down it, and then chickens, you, you can choose to leave. Veggies. Like, once you finish your work for the day, you can choose to leave, or you can stay on and like help the restaurant for like an extra couple of hours, you know, for a little extra money. I was going to pick Bouncer because they're probably more well-rested. But honestly, Bouncers, that's probably like their third job. So I don't even know if that's a valid argument anymore. Of course, everybody knows what a Bouncer does. Yeah, uh, I'm still going to pick Bouncer. The Bouncer's a trained fighter, though. I'm still going to pick Bouncer. I'm going to go with the Bouncer just because that's literally what they're there to do is to fight to the death. They're there to fight to the death. Those that know the service industry know that the uh, most... Soulless and soul-crushed people are prep cooks and yep. line cooks. They Those really are, are but like uh, that's and that's kind of why I'm going with the bouncer because like I feel like prep, the prep would just be like just kill me. Just, yeah, literally just be like, just go ahead, bro. Just go ahead, stab that's how they me, clock please. In every day. Like, please stab me, please put me out of my misery. Just it's true. Uh, I can tr- I, I can I can put this off as a work write off, right? <laughs> I do take the bouncer though as well because the bouncer just puts up a more s. From everybody. Yeah. The bouncer puts it up with it from all the employees, and then he's got to throw all the drunk people out, yep. and then he can't even let the drunk people in. Like, imagine being a bouncer in New Orleans or <laughs> New York City. 
pass. Actually, hard su- pass. surprisingly, in New Orleans, like uh, especially during like the tumble, like for Mardi Gras, uh, there's actually not quite as many fights as you would think. And yeah, think about Austin, though. Austin's so easy to be a bouncer in. You're just chilling there on the doorstep all day, talking about we got two dollar beers. Like, I feel like the bouncers know. in New Orleans are more just like, all right, this person is too intoxicated. Lead them out to the street. I had a friend posting today saying, hey, I need a bouncer tomorrow, 100 bucks if you're available. Like, they just find them yeah, off the street. I, I, yeah, yeah, nobody I, uh, wants to get punched for $100, though. I friggin', I saw that, too, because I was included in that post as well. Are you friends with Ryan Cooper? No. Oh, it was, that was my friend that Oh, no, it, it was uh, <laughs> Melissa. Melissa had posted something. Oh, really? About uh, security and your hotel and all this stuff and I was like really considering it but I was like mm, yeah I, oh, probably I know what you're talking about that. I know what you're talking about and I'm like yes I will go to Austin with you for whatever yeah. that weekend was uh, but at the same time uh, me being a bouncer would probably not be good <laughs> you like to punch people you would literally fight to the death is the problem yup like, hey, you, I don't like your face. Come here, <laughs> let me fix it. I, be, I would be like uh, Brad Pitt let in Fight Club. Like what he does to Jared Leto's face. Like, I just wanted to destroy something beautiful. That would be me. <laughs> so, no, I got, yeah, I'm going with the bouncer. I'm going with the bouncer. The bouncer wins. Pretty much unanimous. What's up? Oh, uh, we're unanimous. Unanimous. Oh. Bouncer. Between Bouncer and two. Rap Rap Cook. Cook. Oh, that is a hard one. Like, see, this Uh, is is a little bit tough for me, too, because, like, Prep Cooks have, like, lots of knives and things. But also, they're, like, they're they're, they're just defeated at this point in life. They're just like, ugh, go ahead, kill me. I don't care. Been there, done that. What's your vote? Um, I would have to say, I want to say the bouncer. I feel like he's more capable for this because his job is literally to kind of somewhat fight people or like de-escalate the situation. I mean, I feel like the prep cook's probably gonna go in strong. Like, I uh, I can't wait till though. Like, like I, I, you know what I want to see? I want to see the bouncer versus like the coked out line cook. <laughs> nice. I think I've seen that before though. Same. <laughs> so wait, who won? Oh, <laughs> uh, the coked out line cook actually did in my case. Mm. Oh. But he was super coked out. Like I don't think he felt anything the bouncer was doing. He's like, oh, did I just get tickled so you by you see Game MSG? of Thrones, right? You see, like, the evil undead dragon versus the alive dragon. One of them ain't feeling no pain. And that was the coked-out line cook. Ooh, damn. Damn. True. That's, uh, that's a interesting one. Yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like I'm still going to have to go bouncer. I feel like, like he's supposed to be trained for this. We are doing bouncer. Everyone pick bouncer. Bouncer. Yeah. Unanimous. Yeah. All righty. So now that we've gotten that out of the way, what do we have next, babe? You tried Fox. You tried CNN. Now try being poor. They are poor as hell. From nuclear war to OMG. 
OMG, bitch! Did you see what Jennifer Lawrence was wearing? It's time for POAR News. Mm-hmm. It's Absolutely. hilarious they bring up nuclear war because that's actually coming. <laughs> you stop that now. All right, so what's our news article? What are we newsing? The news that we can't use. So, uh, you know, first, uh, scientists show that dogs can smell when humans are stressed. True. No shit. I believe shit. this 100%. Yeah, that's obviously, yeah. Like, dude, like, I think all of us have known that for a very long time. Like, a very long time. Uh, also, cats do, too. Cats just don't respond to it the same as dogs. Yeah. Uh, you know, speaking of personal experience, if I'm, I'm like, crying or upset, my cat's like, hey, I'm going to bite you. Stop that. I don't like it. What are you doing? Meanwhile, you know, a dog or like Zelda uh, is like, oh, come here. Are you upset? Yeah. Come here. Love me. Love me. Love me. Touch me. I'll give you kisses. I'll give you snuggles. <laughs> Zelda's like, let me lay right on your chest and uh-huh. pant in your face. Yeah. Is uh, this better? Does this she, make you feel better? She, she's like the, uh, she's a living uh, weighted blanket for people with anxiety. But she's worse because like she pants in your face like that's supposed to make you feel better. Like, no, you're stressing me out, girlfriend. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. So Winnie, Suit, Fingal, and Treo are all pet dogs from Belfast, Northern Ireland. They made their mark on science and they didn't even pee on anything while doing it. Oh, this journalist thinks it's clever. Oh, wow. This quartet trained tirelessly to help researchers answer a crucial question, can dogs smell stress in humans? Dogs can sniff out a suite of chemical states. They can anticipate when someone is going to have a seizure or small changes in one's blood sugar. Yeah, Not only yeah that, that's but they what service dogs are for. Like, exactly. they can tell when you're about to have a seizure. They can yep. tell when you're having a panic attack. They can tell when you're about to have a heart attack. Like, yep. dogs can sense that stuff. And you, it's and insane. And you can train them to uh, be able to actually help you. They can smell out drugs. I imagine they can smell out cancer, I guess. Yeah. Right. Humans emit chemosignals or chemical signals that the body produces to communicate their emotional state and reproductive status. I didn't know that. Yep. Stress has its own chemo signal that comes from various physiological changes. The hormones cortisol and epinephrine pour into the bloodstream. Epinephrine. Result- epinephrine, is that what it is? Resulting in a spike in heart rate, blood pressure, and respiration. I'm like, I'm struggling to see this. <laughs> uh, these pups participate in a study that further solidifies dog spots on our hearts as physiologically astounding and emotionally attuned. So on they average, are. these four dogs correctly identified a person's stress sample more than 93% of the time. Dang. Since dogs can detect changes in blood sugar by smell, stress hormones are related. Yep. Uh, to their knowledge, the first time researchers have looked specifically at stress hormones in humans. Participating humans provided breath and sweat samples on gauze before and after performing one of the most stress-inducing tasks imaginable, mental math. <laughs> Ew, mental wow. math? Yeah. Researchers directed these poor souls to count backward from 9,000 by intervals of 17 with no phone, pen, or paper. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I can't do that. I, my brain doesn't will, math. Yeah, I don't, I don't know about <laughs> My brain doesn't math like that. From 9,000, I'd be sitting there struggling for a while, I think. <laughs> it's very important you perform the task 17. as quickly and efficiently as possible. The researchers warn each participant, you got to keep going until the task depleted, thus stressing them out. It made most people's cortisol levels spike, and then they used the gauze and stuff to uh, take samples, and they applied it to the dogs. I will say, yes, dogs are very much more in tune yeah. with this kind of stuff than cats are. The four but dogs, I, uh, after dozens of positive condition training towns, were able to identify them up to 93%. I, uh, I did read an article the other day, though. Um, uh, this guy that, uh, I forget exactly what his issue was. I think it was like seizures or something uh, like that. 
Um, and he had tried to train his cat to dial 911 on his house landline phone. Like it was one of those, uh, you know, one of those buttons that you would designate as like an emergency button. So it's not like the cat has to press 911, you know what I mean? Like it was just like pick up the receiver, knock it down, and hit this button right here that directly dials to 911. And the cat actually did save the guy's life because uh, this is the one where he was like not sure if he successfully yeah. trained them, and yeah. then he had a seizure, and yeah. the dog and was like, "I know no, what to was, do." It wasn't a dog; it was a cat. Oh, sorry, it sorry, was a sorry, cat. sorry. Yeah, and then the cat actually I'm telling you, did I can't it. Hear shit, so I don't yeah, know. The the cat actually did it, and the EMCs got there. They broke down the door. They got the dude home, or not uh, not to home uh, to the hospital enough in enough time to save his life. And in this article, they're that. trying to teach dogs to predict when this is coming to help people so they can smell you and kind of know, okay, you're about to be in a bad yeah. mood or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I, I actually have several friends that have PTSD uh, spikes. support dogs and stuff like that, um, and they really are. Like, they're, they're, they're extremely good animals. Uh, they are very well trained, and they can absolutely smell all of that stuff, and they will save your friggin' life. Now, uh, I don't recommend swimming in a lake with them, as a Why is that? Fun story. Uh, me and my friend Chrissy, we were out on uh, Steve's boat, and Chrissy has a dog that is a service dog. Like she's a pit bull. She's a very large pit bull, but she's a service animal. She's registered, certified, everything. She's extremely smart. Okay, so we're in the middle of Lake Louisville, and me and Chrissy both have to pee, so you got to jump in the lake, right? And we're not wearing life vests. Well, the dog jumps off with us, right? And the boat keeps drifting away because we didn't drop anchor. Now, Steve is still on the boat. Right. Steve's still on the boat. There's still somebody there. But none of us were expecting the dog to just, like, dive out into the water, too. And so she starts, you know, because we're way out there. We're deep, deep. And I'm trying to paddle back to the boat, you know, like, because I see it's drifting away. And so is the dog. And she's getting uh, tired, she climbed on my back. She climbed on my back. So I immediately went underwater. And since, like, that was one of those points during my stroke where I was, like, <gasps> taking a breath. Right yeah. when she jumped on my back, it pushed me underwater. And so I went, <gasps> and just sucked all this water into my nose, Fine. into my mouth. And I'm like, oh, crap. I'm like, all right, so now I'm worried about the dog and me. And I'm trying to get her like, hey, like I'm like I'm about to, if you kill me, I can't save you. <laughs> and it was just one of those very very awkward situations where yeah, like I actually did get her like on my kind of back, and then Steve finally had moved the boat around so it was like a little bit closer. <laughs> and then what does she do? She pushes off of my back to jump off on the boat. So once again, I'm like mm-hmm. under the water. But I will say, though, as soon as I got back on the boat, she was like, come here, come here. Like, she, like, paws on the chest, like, are you okay? Like, is there water in your lungs? Is there? <laughs> it, was, it was very cute. We were all stressed out. She tried. She, she tried. tried. She tried, but she was also like, I'm going under. I'm going to grab you. And, like, now we're both going under. <laughs> fun, uh, fun situation there. But at least at the end, when we got back on the boat, she did try to, like, hey, like, are you okay? That's because now she can smell your stress level because her nose She's is also, full of water. She also like, took her little paws and was just like, do you need chest compression? Stress level, heart attack. It was awesome. Whoa. Whoa. It was very fun. It was very fun. That was actually a great day, just except for that weird point in time. Big guys, guys, Creeper is playing right now in the background. That's Creeper you're hearing. 
You can check them out on Facebook, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. All their links are there, so we don't have to list a million links. You guys just go there. Just do it. Like Nike, just do it. All right, Beard, do we have another topic? How to ask someone on a date. How to go to a museum. How to ask for a raise. How to know which utensil to use at a nice restaurant. And now it's time for the do's. Good job. And don'ts. Uh, What are you, an idiot? On Pull Out and Run. Oh, right, all right, all right. Um, Wait. Okay, I jumped. No. Wait, did I? No, 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 no. I'm sorry. What are you doing? I I can tell you what it is. I I read the show prep. Hey, you shut your mouth. Do's and don'ts. Uh, romancing your lover with only in accordion. Don't. <laughs> sorry, with a what? An accordion. Oh, I thought you said accordion, but I wanted to make Don't. sure. No. Uh, okay, so uh, do learn how to play it properly. Yeah. <laughs> Is there a proper uh, way to play that? I'm sorry. When I think accordion, for some reason, I was thinking of bagpipes. I'm sorry. My brain went to bagpipes, and I thought, wear a kilt. But if it's not bagpipes, it's accordion. So now I'm, I don't know, man. You have to dress like, a dude dress like a, like a strange Dutch boy with super high yes. shorts and stuff. You, you got to have like the that with the feather in it. You have to have like the like Pinocchio, basically. You know, like on Adventure Time where he's trying to serenade Princess Bubblegum and he's like, wear the loose suit. <laughs> you know yes. the loose suit? You got to wear a loose suit. Lederhosen. It's called Lederhosen. Or Lederhosen, yeah. Yeah. I think everybody agrees you do have to dress really weirdly. <laughs> I mean, that's what makes it. like Put okay, on a I'm crown. Sorry. I don't know. Dude. Excuse me. Don't even ever play the accordion if you're not going to wear a Lederhosen. Okay? Because you just don't do that. <laughs> do you have dried bratwurst in your pocket as a snack? Yes! Yes! I'm pretty sure that's uh, German or whatever it is. Who plays the accordion? What European country is that? Dutchess Who and invented German that? Who said it was European? I know that wasn't invented here. There's no it way. Is, it actually is a thing. Like, there are not... It's an American Beard, invention? Google it. Where's the accordion how, from? How many people in America That's do okay. you know that play okay, the accordion? Okay, I'm either British or American. It's not I'm British. Just picturing it's European. It is you not know, British. It is like the a German band. I'm going Dutch or oh, Italian. German. Dutch. No, German. Dutch or German. It's Dutch yes. and German. I am German, okay? I'm Come on board on. with German. That's why Lieterhosen is a... It makes sense because Germans were engineers, so they were trying to build machines and everything, including yeah. musical instruments. Uh, I you say Berlin because that's where it's been in Germany then. Germany, yeah, Berlin, Germany. Germany. yeah, yeah, Germany. Like, have you ever been to Oktoberfest? Yes. Like the one in Addison that's like super uh, white. Yeah, Oktoberfest, yeah, because it's German. Uh, 1829. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I've never been a huge fan of the accordion myself, but I have seen some people uh, utilize it in a proper way that I was like, oh, this is actually kind of nice. I don't know. It has some beautiful lyrics to go along with it. I don't know. Is that a do? Do you sing yeah. along with the accordion? You can, absolutely. Yeah, yes. have some I think you have to do something to cover the sound of the accordion. Do, uh, see, I keep picturing the one-man band from Mary Poppins because he had the, you know, the drums, the accordion, and everything else. So do that. If you're gonna, if you're gonna do it, go all out. You know yeah. what I mean? God, it's been so long since I watched Mary Poppins, <laughs> but yes, Dick we'll Van Dyke. We'll get home. Dick Van Dyke <laughs> in that role when he does, and it's the chimney sweep song, I believe, when he does that, right? That's Dick Van Dyke. 
Yes, that's Dick Van Dyke and Mary okay. Poppins. All right. So the chimney sweep is when they're all dancing up on the on the roof. The yeah. roof, yeah. No, the one man band is like when they're in like they're the, in the park. They're in like a park yeah, they're or in a park. Yeah. Like I said, it's been That's all, so I know. Long. I remember it very vaguely. It's like just like a dream. It's a perfect example of a movie that got shot that literally looks like they just recorded a play. Like now when I think like they went of, to Broadway and just filmed the play. Like now when I think Thanks of Mary sure. Poppins, I think of Yondu. Like Mary like, Poppins, y'all. You look like Mary Poppins. Is he cool? Hell yeah, he's yeah, cool. My boy. I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. Yep. Dude, Yondu on another subject. Dear to my heart. Uh, I, I might not uh, offend your father, boy, but... Dicks out for Yondu and Harambe. <laughs> wow. I want to do a quick shout-out to uh, my friend Courtney uh, Court from P-Town. Only person I know who can play an accordion. Get oh, out of here, really? Okay. He has an accordion and he can actually play it. Oh, man. I was going to say, like, I feel like accordion players oh, are super rare. I want to see that one right day. Now. We're going to have that, like, heck yes. Heck rarely, yes. Rarely does he actually put... Uh, busted out on stage, but I'm gonna try to get him to start doing it more. Honestly. Like if an accordion player and a harpsichord player got together, they'd have somebody who could blank the brown note, you know. <laughs> yeah. Also plays uh, piano and uh, saxophone. I yeah, had for- I had forgotten about that episode, like the brown note thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Part. Oh my god. A kid's so talented, he can make you <laughs> dance with his single notes. <laughs> with his, with his, his accordion chord <laughs> or his harpsichordian. Oh man, that was a great episode. It was hilarious. Absolutely. Most of their episodes are pretty great. Uh, yeah. So, just to remind you guys, it's supposed to be a do's and don'ts or a romance society. Yeah, I've got some don'ts. We, we had a lot report. of do's. I've got some don'ts. Other than just don't. <laughs> yeah, please just don't. Uh, don't. Don't throw rocks at her window to get it to open the window because then you'll break the window. And nothing is pebbles, worse. Pebbles, pebbles, not nothing's rocks, worse pebbles. Than, uh, nothing's worse than breaking her window and then playing the accordion. You know what's funny? <laughs> what's funny is if her window's already open and you try to throw pebbles into it and you just throw rocks <laughs> into her. Like right to the dome. Like, what the hell is going on? Where are all these pebbles? There you go, from? fellas. Break her, break her uh, aquarium and then play <laughs> her the accordion. <laughs> Surefire way to her heart immediately. No, okay. There's, there's another scene from uh, something about Mary that I absolutely love, and it's when uh, what's his face, uh, Matt Dillon, is launching the lewds. Oh yeah. Into the house because he's trying to get, you know. Oh yeah. And then Magda is just, and Magda and her dog are just all like amped up. She's like picking up the sofa with one hand, vacuuming and stuff like that. Like, yeah, don't do that. Also, don't, don't, don't ever do that. A good don't is don't tell anybody when and where you'll be playing the accordion. <laughs> just, they wouldn't know if you didn't say anything. This is the age of social you media. Just, they just, will get you on camera. They you wouldn't just, know if you didn't say anything. You just stumble across it and admire it for like two seconds, and then you're like, eh, all right, okay. Don't Dude, play in accordion-free zones. That, that includes sports stadiums. America. Uh, movie theaters. Restaurants. Bars and your girlfriend's bedroom. Anywhere where there's humans ear, human ears. Do dress up like Weird Al Yankovic because I feel like that would help. Oh my God, Spain don't, is the place where I live. Don't dress up like Jeffrey Dahmer and play the accordion. No, do do that. Please do that and send me a video of it. Don't do that in Harlem. No, well, no. This is Texas, dude. Come on. Okay, Bald Springs. <laughs> Yeesh. Do we have any more tacos? Top. Nope. 
That's no, all the tacos tonight. <laughs> we're out of tacos, Topics. and I think we're out of do's and don'ts. Uh, sorry, you guys. I'm like uh, dyslexic of the mouth today. If you get ready to sound, maybe shout out some of the bands. Uh, oh, yeah. We're oh, okay. Yeah. Hang on. So, yes, or Tuesday, we were told that you know the whole readout by heart. So, we are available on Facebook, YouTube, Spotify, uh, iHeartRadio, tune in with Alexa, Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast, Player FM, Deezer, Stitcher, Podcast Index, uh, Listen Notes, and Rumble. We missed Podcast Addict and Podcast Addict. And Podcast Addict. Well, done. it's way better. We got, we got way know, we farther. Were, yeah, that was way that was way better than what we like, did. First episode, I was like, dude, I got this. I read <laughs> it every single time. I mean, honestly, she was like, but I was like, that sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I uh, topped it off with, uh, that's how you learn your lines right there. Rumble! And yes, <laughs> rumble. The rumble. Yeah. All right, so we will see you uh, when we see you. Uh, I believe tomorrow is Thursday, Thursday, right? That's correct. Yes, Thursday, Thursday. Thank you. <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow for Thursday, Thursday. I've been your show host, Miss Millie Mayhem. Coming at you from the Rail Club Live.